welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Hello and welcome to the True Growth Podcast. This is me, Viv Allen, and together with Kat Ashley from Herbert Whole Foods, bringing you another exciting episode of the True Growth Podcast because we want to share with you the journey as one entrepreneur and business owner converts her business to match the current market conditions. So, of course, 2020 has been such a challenging year for many people, creating chaos all over the place. But Kate is working together with me and we are able to bring calm to her chaos. And we want to share just how that's done here in these episodes. So this is the fifth episode we've done together, Kat. It is, yeah. And how, what, so tell me what's happening, what's been going on? Wow, um, loads, really. Um, we've, we've expanded the business this year, which seems a crazy thing to do. Um, in such a difficult year but it's so far it's been really good we could just do with the weather great old british weather being a bit kinder to us on a saturday when we're at the market mm-hmm. but you know it's if somebody had said to us you know even four months ago oh by the way you'd be doing all of these extra things really you'd never have believed it so yeah this year has been going really well Fantastic. It's so exciting to know that you have been able to rekindle your passion for your business and you're starting to design it now so it reflects more of who you are. And I think bringing the markets in was an essential element to that because you're really an outdoors person. Yeah, 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 definitely. And last week we went to go and recce um, attending another market. And what mm-hmm. we have discovered it is a local community of like core stalls who are all fortunately yeah. really very nice. Um, so it's almost like home from home in a world of its own. It's, oh, hey, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, thinking of coming up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing when you get outside your own front door um, and, like you say, you start to reach out into your community. It's not just the customers that you've been able to reach. Like you say, it's other business owners who you've been able to collaborate with or think about supporting one another. Have, have, it, have you been able to further any of those ideas? What's? I think we will definitely add two more markets. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we'll do that realistically as we're in lockdown at the moment. Um, although some of mm-hmm. those larger markets, in fact, I would say Wareham being the smaller market is actually still thriving a lot better than some of the larger ones that have been hit quite hard by mm-hmm. restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say certainly by the time we get through to spring and people start to get mm-hmm. through the January lull <laughs> where we all sort of droop a yeah. little bit and recoil, then I think, <laughs> yeah, we can add two more. Um, it'll take a little bit of juggling and a little bit of Viv magic combined with a bit of cat magic and we'll be there. <laughs> 
Fantastic. So now, what other wins have you had? I know when the last time we were on the show, we were talking about how you could let customers back into the shop. Yeah. And do you know what? So many people, um, regulars and and new customers, and it's been so complimentary. It's been really sweet. So there's lots of regulars that have got as far as the front door and almost sort of stumbled going, oh, oh, can we come in? It's like, yes, you can. They're like, oh, wow, this is so nice to be let back in. We're not good in braiders. Um, and I mean, they're only allowed back into half the shop because the back half is a bit narrower um, and it gives us the free mm-hmm. reign to move around and serve and do what we need to do. But they're, they're also pleased. And people have said, oh, wow, you've got so many nice things in here and I forgot some of the things you had. And so it's been I think it's been lovely on both sides, both staff and customers, which has been brilliant. Mm hmm. Yeah. And that's something really important there about the um, buying process. You know, if you don't and this translates to whatever your business is. But if you don't show clearly what you have, like set out your market stall, how do people, you know, we how do people remember? They can't remember. It's really your job as a business owner to make sure you make your buying a process as easy as possible for your customers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the one thing we have we've made a real effort with is, you know, to make sure that when people want to pay by card, if they have to put their PIN number in, is that rather than waiting till they leave to then clean the machine with hand sanitizer or anything else, like, well, we, you know, we'll carry on chatting. We'll do that at the same time. Because yeah. then, you know, people, you're seen to be caring and taking duty of care and it's like oh and it's like oh you know you put your pin number and it's all been cleaned you're the first person to use it since then like oh okay <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a really nice sort of personal touch isn't it well I and mean, because i think i don't know i don't know how other people are experiencing it but i know we've got some customers that are quite blasé and others that are so frightened that a little bit of comfort mm-hmm. even in that sense is like oh oh yes that's okay <laughs> yeah yeah I think that that's reflecting where people are isn't it and I also think it's a real moving feast for people because you might not be so concerned one day and then you suddenly realize that you've got a vulnerable family member or something changes in your circumstances and you're like oh yeah it's a bit more closer to home I think that's that's quite a natural process for people in terms of their own uh, tolerance to uh, fear and stress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think we all have days when you say, oh, yes, I can take on the world. And other days when you just think, oh, actually, I don't think I can do anything at all. I'm just going to hide. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's really important. I mean, that's a really good thing that you touch on there because as business owners, we can ha- uh, have those days too. And it's a case of how do we still show up for our business on the days when we really just want to retreat to somewhere warm and cozy inside. Yeah. Well, I mean, and quite literally, point in case um, with the the weekend just gone, uh, we have to make a mm-hmm. decision on attending Saturday's market by about Friday at two o'clock at the latest. And of course, really, mm-hmm. all you've got to go on is various different weather reports. Um, and then you mm-hmm. wake up Saturday morning and you think, oh, the weather's not so bad as they said. Should we have gone? And then, you know, two hours later, you think, oh my goodness, I'm so pleased we didn't go. But there is that thought in the back of your mind. And it's always, and it's, like, it's something that I remember you saying to me. It's like, Kat, you're the one limiting your own business. It's like, oh, should we have gone? Am I doing this? Is it really bad weather? And it, 
some point you've got to go actually no these are the facts you made the choice so just go with it yes yes and I love that how you are able to sort of almost be your own coach in terms of being able to do the, the the role of a CEO which is okay let's just look at the numbers let's look at the figures let's look at the facts and make a decision based on that rather than that emotional pull of should I shouldn't I and who would be depending on me and maybe not and you know, all of those sorts of um, more emotionally driven decisions. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. They keep coming back every five minutes until you see it raining cats and dogs and blowing itself inside out. And then you say, oh, actually, that's OK. <laughs> yeah. And there's something there, too, isn't there, about being and feeling more grounded in your decision making process? Yeah. It's... And I know that's something you've had some wins on this, you know, so far since we've been working together. It's certainly. I mean, I look back to the start of the year. Um, you know, couldn't be looking at things more differently now. If I tried, it's like, oh, this has been somewhat of a transformation. <laughs> and I, I don't think you could ever say that those things, you know, those doubts, those those initial thoughts, you know, are ever gone. But it's having the capacity to go. Well, actually, let's look at this calmly. These are the facts. These, this is what you want. Is it really what you want? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, can you do something about it? If you can, great. Crack on and do it. And if you know, so it's it's I suppose a learning curve like anything else, like a sport or any kind of skill. Um, but you mm-hmm. just hope that you get a bit better at it. <laughs> I've certainly seen some major transformations in your ability, like you say, your capacity, your ability to think more clearly and have a plan. And then to execute that plan rather than the sort of delays or distractions or the procrastinations that were mm. coming in. So I would definitely say that's a fantastic win <laughs> for you so far. <laughs> and um, tell us what's been going on. What you know, perhaps it's it, there are some still some challenges to overcome. Perhaps there are some things to do. What did you want to work on, particularly in this session? Oh wow, there's always more, always, always more. So the good news is is that. Um, did I did I tell you we had a member of staff hand her notice in for the end of the year? Right. Yes. Um, which she is and she isn't handing her notice in. She's finishing her regular shifts at the end of the year, um, and mm. more than happy to stay on the team as bank staff, which is a blessing because we just don't have any of anybody like that at the moment. But for all the right reasons, for first time ever, better she's going to become a grandma. So she's very oh, excited. Amazing. Um, so she wants to take the time out so that she can go and see her daughter whenever she wants and hopefully restrictions allowing. Um and make the most yeah. of that sort you know, that, that new little thing that's gonna happen. So we really did need to find a new member of staff and we have always said that the best way for us to recruit is through customers. And that's where we got our last member of staff and he's been an absolute godsend. Um, so on Thursday morning, we have somebody coming in to test out what life behind the counter is like in the nut shop. Who's somebody well known to all of us, another young young man who's very enthusiastic chef, very knowledgeable about flavours and all sorts of things like that. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, certainly very lively and vibrant. Um, yeah. So hopefully that'll be a real plus. But we've got to tell him what we want and hopefully it will match what he's looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. 
So that's but fantastic to have another foodie on the team. Oh, it would be brilliant. He he can be so enthusiastic when you get him onto a subject he loves. Really, really. Um, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Put him in in the hot chair under the lights and interrogate him, and then let him loose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's happening. Yeah. Um, I'm aware. And shaping your team has been a really important thing, hasn't it, for you this year? That's been quite a, um, you know, it's given you some time because you had to put everybody on furlough to reflect. Um, and then, of course, when everybody started coming back in and then you were able to sort of start to shape the team because um, you very much inherited yeah. your team, didn't yeah. you? but then start to shape that team as a natural, there was natural attrition, but also for your own desires in terms of you deciding what you as the business owner yeah. needed. Yeah. What your business there's, needed. there's been so many changes in terms of mm-hmm. the, the team behind the nut shop this year. It's been untrue. You know, at the beginning of this year, we still had near nine, nearly 10 members of staff for a small independent store. Mm-hmm. We still paid cash. We still paid weekly. Um, nobody did a full day and it was like wow okay so we're now down to a team of five six um, we all work full days we all have a lunch break which nobody ever used to have before um, so mm-hmm. yeah I think there's you know I think I think instead of just something perhaps to do to pass you know a few hours and it's nice to see people it's becoming more of what I would call a a proper job role, something that people can really take ownership of and be passionate about and go, yeah, okay, this is what we're building. Yes. Yeah. So you brought your team with you and you are starting to make it everybody's mission to see the business succeed. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And then tapping into their individual passions within that team. So you've got a range of skill sets. Yeah. That's really cool. What difference has that made to you personally, though, Kat? Because I know it's been hard. Yeah, it's It's been a labour. It it all sounds like it's gone like a dream. And you're right, it's been really tough. Any kind of changes for anybody is is a challenge. Um, But to to be able to take time away from the business to work on it and knowing that, you know, it's still a happy, vibrant place, it's welcoming um you know it's mm-hmm. it, it's brilliant it's such it's such a relief in lots of ways so you're not aren't constantly worrying mm-hmm. about it yes yeah yeah and what has that enabled you to do I mean you said it's enabled you to take first of all the first step like you say was to take some time out of the shop so that you could actually work on the business rather than in the business and that's a fundamental win um and something that's so important it's one of the first pieces of work I often do with um coaching clients is because you get so close to the coal face, you can't actually see like you were. Like I still remember that first session we I talked to you and you're sitting in your store cupboard <laughs> yeah. on a box of stuff. <laughs> so I mean that was a fundamental thing. And then it's allowed you to what else has it brought to your life personally? Um there's a there's a lot more balance. I mean don't get me wrong, we still have days when we work like crazy. But equally mm. you can have day right, all right, okay. This is what we're going to get done. We don't have to start a little bit later. We're going to focus on getting that done and this done. And yeah, for the first time ever, yeah, I think we've made more progress this year than we've made 
in the three and a bit years of being there, without doubt. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that is the, you know, the, that, that's something which speaks, I think, perhaps business owners who are thinking about investing in some support, like a mentor or a coach or some professional support is really tricky because it's like, oh my God, I've got to spend out of my bottom mm. line. But when you think about what it brings you, not just in terms of the tangible, because if you've increased your footfall, you've increased your opportunities to sell to people, you've increased, you've, you've designed the business so it's more like you, reflects more of you. But also the intangible, like actually you've got some headspace, you've got a, some time off, you know, when you're not constantly worrying about your business and that, you know, that other efforting your way, that that's the way to burn out. know but it does take that outside perspective sometimes to help support you to make the right decisions for you in your business oh definitely Mm. I mean if if I'd have been left to my own devices there's no way we'd have made all these changes this year without a doubt hand on Mm. heart we just wouldn't fantastic and it's so wonderful to see you thrive and we had the chance to meet in person which was amazing (laughs) Oh, I had the absolute pleasure of not only visiting the shop and meeting the lovely David and obviously filling my store cupboard ready for the winter, um, but also then seeing you live and in person in the market and in Wareham, which was also really exciting. <laughs> oh, I just, yeah, oh, I think I'm sure I still look like a rabbit in the headlights, like, oh, wow, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that tiny little screen anymore. It's an actual real person. Yeah, it was a fantastic opportunity. Um, Obviously, because I'm working, uh, I have been working on video for um, all the time I've been running this business. I very seldom get to meet my clients in person. So it was a real privilege. (laughs) So I'm really delighted I could do that. So talk to me about some of the challenges that you've got coming up on the horizon, things that plans that yeah. you've got. Well, there's two two main things. I'm aware that we're now already the middle of November, which I don't know how that's happened at all. And mm-hmm. uh, December, we are due our next food hygiene certification. Um, so mm-hmm. my first step is to, I prefer to make contact with them rather than them wing and say, oh, yes, by the way, we're coming to visit. Um, I think mm-hmm. it just looks a lot better and you know where you stand. So when I first took over the business, we were running at a food hygiene certificate of level three, which was fairly poor out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we've taken over, we've always had a five. So oh, beautiful. I, then you can sort of start to feel the little monster in the back of your brain starting to worry and go, I really want to keep that five. And I know they're coming. <laughs> oh, no. So that's going to be the next direct challenge. Um, and the mm-hmm. other one's slightly more enjoyable, <laughs> um, which there has been lots of business changes in Wareham. Like I'm sure there has been in lots of towns during this year. I mean, businesses change mm-hmm. all the time anyway, but with COVID, it seems to have hit some harder than others. It's forced some people to make changes that perhaps they're on the verge of making anyway. Um, and we've seen quite a lot of businesses close. But equally, there's one or two that have opened. Uh, Wareham's actually got some life about it, which is lovely. Um, and there was a small organic cafe running in Wareham at the last couple of years, which was really lovely. Um, and mm. unfortunately, it was one of the ones that closed. But it is now up for sale. Yeah. 
And then, of course, you get carried away with making all sorts of interesting and wonderful changes and think you can take on the world and then think, well, why don't we do that as well? So uh, hang on a minute. <laughs> Are you just getting carried away or is this actually a good idea? Yes. So I know you messaged me about this over the weekend and I, <laughs> I suggested you give some reflection on it and maybe a little bit of meditation so that you could start to sort out the bits that were running away with you and then getting back into some of the practicalities and like and the heart of the matter because the practicalities are overcomable if that's a word Um, but only if (laughs) (laughs) only if they're fully aligned with your vision your mission and your purpose yeah so let, do you want to dig into that? Do you want to have a little explore about? I think well, having having, I've you know done a bit of thinking over the weekend, and it's like right, okay. Mm-hmm. I think there's still so much more. I mean, we've only just touched on bringing the shop to life. I think it's been ticking over since I took it over, and maybe it's been ticking over for the last couple of years since I've taken it over. And I think this year it's yeah. starting to it's starting to get a bit of a glow about it. It's starting to really come to life. But I think there's still a lot more to do. I think there's a lot more to come from all of that, especially with the markets mm-hmm. and everything else to come and the van and the deliveries. And we've had so many compliments on the van. It's been really sweet <laughs> that I don't want to spread myself too thinly. Yes. That you yes. know, if, if your entire focus was the cafe as well, cooking lots of organic food, lots of interesting flavors going on, that in itself and a pro- is a project that's all consuming in its own right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you could argue that if you found the right people, that it could manage itself, that you could go in and it would be running beautifully. Um, but there's also the factor that if you were to lose those people, then what on earth would you do? And then also, mm-hmm. it is an exceptionally small unit. I mean, it's probably the size of my co- my lounge in a little cottage. When and mm-hmm. with social distancing and things like that, it, it's got to be a, a factor for thought. Um, yes. So I don't know. And then that leads on to other thoughts. <laughs> There's been a lot of thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is good. This is good. With Toby, our potential new member of Star, if you were to start running the cafe and have food and he could come up with lots of experiments and flavours based on the things that we sell and that other businesses sell locally in Wareham and collaborations in that sense, do we actually need a cafe? Could we do that as um not as a, almost like as like a food delivery service from the shop. So do you even need another premises? Yes. Um, yes. So, yes, lots of thoughts. <laughs> so just there's an itch, though. Let's see if we can work out what that is. There's obviously an itch. And I think you're right in your assessment in terms of the shop I love the way you describe that the shop's just coming to life you know that sparkle you're getting your sparkle back and you're translating that into your business mm. and then that the more the business is starting to sparkle the more you're sparkling and I can really see that but there was an itch because you've you, your eyes gone now now let's see what is if we can get underneath what is this there's a passion in you that is perhaps not feeling fulfilled or what is it that you feel 
that the shop could, this new cafe could potentially bring you? I think I think it's a bad habit, possibly a good habit, but a habit nonetheless. I would say, for the first time ever, I've got roots. I've never ever had roots. So um, this is my first little house. I've been here six years. I was never ever planning on being here six years, possibly about six months, and then I'd be off again somewhere else doing something else. Um, yeah. So six years here, and actually, again, partly due to lockdown, everything. I should think, wow. I'm really lucky. Actually, this is a really nice place to be. Um, so bonded yes. more with the house this year than ever. Um, and then having the business for three years, um, I was always self-employed, no contracts, ready to go at a minute's notice. So I think there's a part of my brain that's always on the lookout for, ooh, we could do this or ooh, we could do that, which is both mm-hmm. good and possibly hazardous at the same time. But I think, you know, we've got so many, so many good ingredients. And I know, I know what it is. I mean, I'm sure we've all had spells where you live on your own and you think, oh, you know, you see all these other cooking programs. You think, oh, other people are eating really nice food. Mm-hmm. Mine's rubbish. <laughs> but when you cook on your own, it's very easy, A, not to bother. You think, oh, well, I'll make something mm-hmm. nice when somebody comes around. But also mm-hmm. things are sold in certain quantities. So why are you going to mm-hmm. buy a packet of flour if you're going to make one cake? And you think, oh, it's going to sit in the back of the cupboard. So then, of course, you start yes. not to bother. So it would be mm-hmm. lovely to have good, tasty, wholesome, organic food. That's, you know, we've got mm-hmm. organic suppliers of eggs that we sell at the shop. We've got produce in the shop already ingredients spices herbs we've got all sorts of things like that but if you had a a menu people could order say oh you know i'll have food for the week like one meal a week Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. or each day and they think and then they think wow and it makes such a difference think oh i've had really nice food today especially in the winter yes I'm like, there's so many, I'm sure there's so many people that fit into that category of, oh, and once you've had nice food, you just, oh, it's good from the inside out. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And I think what you're talking about there is how do we nurture ourselves? And I think like you say, when you, particularly if you're living alone, it can feel like a bit of a workout to start making lasagna. Yeah. (laughs) Which no matter how small you try to make it, it's going to last you a week. (laughs) And um, I think what I'm also hearing, because I know that you love to connect with your community, mm. and I feel like that you maybe saw the, and if I'm off the wrong department here, then just let me know. But it, what it feels like is you saw the, the cafe as an opportunity to do a closer connection, to do more of that nurturing, to maybe have people come in where you can feed them good yeah. food. And so that, that's another sort of extension of what you're doing because you you know you're providing them everybody with the raw ingredients but like you say you've got that sense that they're just going home and they're sitting yeah. in the shelf or you know people quite um, often so say, oh yeah but I wouldn't know what to do with it or I wouldn't really know where to start yeah so this does speak to you so it it, it may not it may may or may not be the right time to expand mm. but it's a part of you which is very important to bring in to your work and that's that deeper connection with food and with feeding your community and I think you talk quite a lot often about some of your older customers who are perhaps living alone 
and being able to reach them with some quality food. I mean, I think this year especially, it's very easy for anybody of any age to feel very isolated. Mm -hmm. Um, People living away from their family and they can't go and visit, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, I don't don't know, I think any kind of connections this year, whether it's in person, in the shop or, you know, we all of our connections, part bar one, when we got to see each other at the market, have all been um, on Zoom and things like that. And it's, you know, without, if this was 50, 60 years ago, there wouldn't be any of that. No. So none of those online connections would exist. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, even if we didn't go down the cafe route uh, with all the things of social media, Facebook, Instagram, whether there's mm-hmm. an avenue for, um, say, a cookery class, um, mm-hmm. or this is how to make X, Y, and Z, these are all your ingredients, right, step one, do this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily something that's live, because I think it doesn't always fit in with everybody's timetable. But if you had mm-hmm. something that anybody could go back and play whenever, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I might cook that tonight, and then they could just watch it mm-hmm. and do it as they go. But I wouldn't know where to start. Yes. Um, so sort of like the, the sort of menu cards you get when you get the veggie box deliveries and they, they put like a menu card in, but you're kind of basically saying, well, hey, let's we could do this on a video. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that people can get their live instruction, like live in terms of their yeah. time when they want to, to watch the instruction. Yeah, I really love that as an idea uh, for adding value to your delivery uh, boxes and to... Um, Certainly, that would be something which you might look to plan into your schedule of work for 2021. Yeah. Because if the delivery route right now is in its infancy, but this is certainly a way to maybe embed it as a more regular thing for people that you're not only providing, you know, I say the, the raw ingredients, but you're expanding on that offer. Yeah, I think we could make you know, a recipe box with, you know, if there was a corresponding video on, say, Facebook or what have you, or, mm-hmm. or the website, whichever is easiest to upload. And people can just, you know, pay for that by by card over the phone, ring the shop. Yes, I'd like to order one. This is my address. When do you want it for this evening? Yeah, no problem. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah, for sure. Um, well, we can talk about some more, um, you know, in between the sessions. When we, If you message me about mm. we can do some of that. Um, planning on that because I think there's um, definitely some mileage there for you to be able to add value to your customers but also to fulfill this part of this itch for you <laughs> to be able to provide um, you know s- some more nutritious food into you know to your com- local community I'm also thinking there about the shop and you were saying about having another venue but then potentially you know could you do some ready meals from that were saleable from your existing premises, so whereas the cafe would could end up looking like a takeaway or a collection outlet. <laughs> yes, certainly in the current climate, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, and that would be quite a lot of uh, additional works running two premises, two set, two teams of of staff, and all of that sort of thing. You know, it's quite easy for you to, to dilute your focus. What feels right for you there? What what's now we're talking about it? What's coming up for you? I think I would rather I would rather put I know I know the old saying is you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket but I'd at least like to have one nest. Um yes. even if that nest has got a few baskets in it. 
then yeah, I think there's got to be that central hub where mm-hmm. that everything springs from. And then yeah. I think yeah, we can. There's no reason why we can't you know grow new branches like a tree um, yeah. of the business from there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> So it sounds like we could do with a little session on getting your strategic plan ready for next year, both in terms of marketing. uh, Now you've got the team, you've got the revenue streams, you know, because you've added, you know, you've had not only have you got the shop now, but you've actually got the delivery route and you've got the market. How how does that sound to you? My goodness, I never thought I'd have a strategy for next year. (laughs) Ooh. Okay, well, I think this is a really opportune moment to take some time to reflect on the amazing journey that you've had so far this year, the opportunities that you've created, not just in the business, but also for you, to how you've been able to get yourself some space so that you can start to look after you and enjoy some some time for you. And Harry. Oh, yes, blessed little cotton socks, who's now made double digits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Harry being Kat's beloved dog who's her assistant in the office and in fact <laughs> um, in December's Gazette we're going to be on the front page in the little strip line with the new van oh, and sitting in the cab oh, is himself little Harry <laughs> oh that is such, so good <laughs> such a great piece that's really good. Okay, so it sounds like for the moment you've identified that perhaps you've got a little bit of shiny syndrome, shiny object syndrome, and thought, "Oh, I'll just go uh, yes, the next thing." Yes, definitely. But you've also recognised that how the value of putting roots down. So you, you know, the business you've been in the business three years. It's a bit of a magic year that for businesses. It's kind of a do or die <laughs> year quite often. Um, so you know, you've fully established yourself and embedded you in that business. It's just becoming your identity. No, you're no longer sort of caretaking it. The history of the set, like from being there from the 1970s, mm. you start to just envision it in your own uh, image. But also that you've recognised there is more. You've got more in the tank. You've got more to give to your community, and you want to be able to do that. Yeah, definitely, because it reflects your passion and your skill sets but obviously the important thing with any business decision is to work out is it profitable yes <laughs> yeah and it and it's so, so really easy to go oh we could do this and we could do that and we could do this and then you go actually we're putting all this effort in but how much is coming back yeah and and keeping an eye on even if you know initially it it's a free offer or it's something you're adding value but not necessarily monetizing Definitely a very important strategic move is to make sure you know how you're going to monetize it in mm. the future. So you quite often will use an initial phase for testing, getting feedback from customers, refining that offer, and then it becomes that's that's the thing you're going to be charging for and it's going to add uh, a profit to yeah. the business as well as delivering exactly what your customers yeah. want. Yeah. So what else? So we um are we are on November here. So in um Vivalen.com, that's chaos to come mode. <laughs> <laughs> Just before the December yeah. rush. And um it's listening to you speak today, Kat, it definitely feels like you have managed to calm your some of your own waters. Yes. Yeah. I I don't I would struggle to put it into words really. When I think back to, you know, 
the beginning of this journey is just completely manic, totally manic, completely overwhelmed. Just and life was life was miserable. It was just work and work and work, being exhausted, thinking, God, you know, expect people expect you to have all the answers and have none. And you think, oh God, if I can't even give my own answers, who else can I give answers to? Ah. But also to see that the team is thriving as well. Uh, that you know we've we've been able to give um, furloughed staff when they were furloughed some projects at home. Um, you used to get little messages going, "I'm bored." Oh, heck, <laughs> you won't be for long. Trust me. <laughs> oh, and you know that you know you can still have that connection with staff members. That I mean, bless them, the staff members we've been given um, distance-related projects to. They've worked wonders, and it's projects that would never have been done had they not been, you know, in the shop because we just wouldn't have had that time. They wouldn't have had the chance to sit down at the computer and focus, um, to go through pages and pages of, of stuff to whittle out the really useful bits. Um, mm-hmm. So that in itself has been, and there's there's more on the way. There's more projects, um, but now that that those members of staff are starting to offer their own projects it's like oh well what if we were to do this or what if we were to do that it's like well i tell you what go away have a have a rummage at it we'll pay you for the hours that you do um and then we'll go from there like oh really oh okay and and that's brilliant brilliant good okay all right then well i will definitely send you some notes at the end of this on how you can start to put together that strategic Mm -hmm. plan because it sounds really exciting for you for 2021 (laughs) and um yeah, so that will be really, yeah, I really look forward to, to working with you on that. And um, good luck with the food hygiene certificate. Uh, will there be any specific changes, do you think, um, um, that they'll put in, that be looking for for COVID? I'm not sure. This is why This is why I want to ring them. It's one of yeah. the key questions. I want to book, get a date, time, get them booked in so we can prepare. Is that right? Okay. Are there any major shifts that we've not taken into account that we need to to think about? I love what you're doing there. This is something where quite often people will turn into an ostrich. <laughs> like, I know there's something coming, I don't want to fight, but I'm just going just gonna to head bury my head. But instead, you recognise that uh, you, people can't see this, but you sort of gesticulated this sort of monster coming up behind you, the fear, the, the anxiety starting yep. to build, the worry, and you've gone, hang on a minute. I just need to make a phone yep. call. Book them in. <laughs> yeah, and ask a question. We saw that. <laughs> Yeah. And I love that you've nipped that in the bud. You've taken control of it. You've behaved as you would as a business owner, as a CEO and gone, this is fine. This is just a facts mission. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I suppose like anything, you can either meet it head on. I mean, anybody can look at their premises at what they're doing and go, all right, well, that needs to improve or that's getting a bit old and tatty. And and it's an opportunity to go, right, OK, actually, that needs sorting by this date. I love that. The power of being in control of the things you can change. So that is the, you know, that's the real secret there. So fantastic. Good job there. Thank you. (laughs) All right, my lovely. Well, I know you're a busy lady, so I would let you go. And thank you so much for sharing your time today and your wins. It's been fantastic to hear um, how much progress you've made just in this chaotic year and yet you still come through it shining and with a business that's flourishing and team that are thriving. So that's really exciting. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> Speak soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? <laughs>